It's morning edition on WNYC. I'm Michael Hill. The New Jersey Democratic primary to fill Bob Menendez's Senate seat is shaping up to be a pitched battle between establishment Democrats and progressives. The race with the two frontrunners, the state's first lady, Tammy Murphy, and Congressmember Andy Kim, is also putting the spotlight on an only in New Jersey issue with democracy. WNYC's Nancy Solomon reports. In the beginning, it took six days to create heaven and earth. And on the seventh, God rested. Tammy Murphy did God one better. She only needed five days after her announcement to run for the U.S. Senate to rack up eight endorsements from the all-important party bosses who chair county political committees. Those eight represent two-thirds of all Democratic voters in the state. All the county chairs, you know, tripped over themselves to endorse Tammy Murphy. Robert Holsapple is a plumber from Highland Park and an elected member of the Middlesex County Democratic Organization. I feel like the governor put our chair in a difficult position where, you know, he relies on the governor, you know, for funding and supporting elections here at the county level. So, of course, he has to endorse his wife. County machine endorsements play an outsized role in New Jersey politics. It's the only state in the country that groups candidates on the primary ballot into slates based on those endorsements. This year, President Biden will most likely be at the top. It's called the county line, and research shows it gives candidates a huge advantage, dozens of percentage points in some cases. Holsapple says most voters are unaware that the primary choice is, effectively, being made for them. They just think they're being loyal Democrats. You know, this isn't this isn't a, a you know a football game. This is our democracy. You know, people understand the rules of football better than they understand election law. Defenders of the endorsements and the county line, including Governor Phil Murphy, say party leaders are best positioned to choose candidates. First of all, bosses. I hate that word. That's just not, that's not the reality. These folks who are chairs have had decades of experience. And why you would ignore that experience is beyond me. The governor also says the process is democratic because many county party organizations hold conventions that vote on the endorsements. But that isn't true in most of the counties, including some of the most powerful ones with the largest number of Democrats that can sway a statewide primary. To understand the power of the county line, look no further than Nicholas Charvelotti of Bayonne. He was elected to the state assembly three times, but in 2021, he found himself facing re-election without the Hudson County endorsement. I had first-hand experience of the advantages of being on the line, and, you know, it would have been an uphill battle. It was a long shot. The three-term assemblyman had the power of incumbency, name recognition, and relationships across the district. But Charavalati knew it wasn't enough to beat the line, and he dropped out. I've never thought that the, the way we conduct primary elections is good for the overall democracy in the state. In Bergen County, a Tenafly City Councilwoman, Lauren Dayton, wanted to run for an open seat in the state assembly in 2021. She told her county chair, Paul Giuliano, and even though the seat had just opened up, she says he told her no, even after she pushed back. I'm sorry. I'm very confused here. Isn't there a process? And he said, well, we have our candidate picked. 
And I said, but you don't know what I stand for. You don't know my qualifications. And he said, well, there's only going to be one seat. Bergen County does hold a convention, but Dayton says by the time it's held, the choices are made and committee members are afraid to go against the party boss. The party chairman, Giuliano, declined to be interviewed, but provided a written statement. He says the members vote and the county line is awarded based on that vote, not his personal endorsement. In Essex County, I asked Elizabeth Redwine, a member of the Democratic Committee there, how the endorsement decision would be made now that her county chair had publicly endorsed Tammy Murphy. None of this is transparent. I haven't been able to find out. And I'm afraid, honestly, that I'll wake up and this committee that I'm nominally a member of will have endorsed Tammy and that we won't have had a meeting, we won't have had a vote. I asked Leroy Jones, chairman of the Essex County Democratic Committee, what would happen now that he had made his endorsement public? Jones says he consulted with party leaders in the county. Our senators, our congressmen, our assembly members, our commissioners, and our mayors. And I stopped there, along with our municipal chairs. And it ends there. I mean, now Essex County Democratic Committee is endorsing Tammy Murphy? Well, I just explained to you, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what else you're looking for. Well, I just want to be clear that I understand it properly, that... that I've talked to everybody. There's, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's been no tremendous pushback, and the county will be endorsing and supporting Tammy Murphy. Jones says that makes the process democratic. But rank-and-file members from the big five Democratic counties tell me they have no say. I was surprised that one of the first headlines I saw was the Camden County Democratic Committee had endorsed Tammy Murphy. Joe Bouvier is an elected member of that committee. And I thought, wait a minute, I wasn't invited to a vote. I was not invited to a meeting. I wasn't aware that there had been a meeting of the Camden County Democratic Committee. That's because there was no meeting. Bouvier isn't happy about the endorsement of the governor's wife, but he's not surprised either. In New Jersey, the governor has a lot of say over what state funds trickle down to towns and counties. They rely on money. They rely on projects from the state of New Jersey. And the governor has so much influence. But the county line does have its defenders. Micah Rasmussen, director of the Rebovich Institute for New Jersey Politics at Ryder University, says having strong parties can help democracy. We have to have institutions that are places where our conflict can go and get sorted out. And you have a choice between not 300 million voices, but the Republican choice and the Democratic choice. So parties serve that function in a democracy. They don't always serve it well, but that's, that's what parties are supposed to do. Rasmussen says that's the argument on paper. But he also agrees with critics that there's an abuse of the line and a lack of democracy in the largest party organizations. Several former candidates and good government groups have filed a federal lawsuit to end the county line. But that case isn't expected to be resolved before this June's primary in the Senate race between Tammy Murphy and Andy Kim. Nancy Solomon, WNYC News.